Live from Southern California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome for another edition of the Slightly Serious Show. It is July 27th. I hear myself very loud. July 27th, 2021. A fabulous Taco Tequila Trivia Tuesday, as we uh, once had called it on our on our program. But uh, welcome, everybody, over on the DLive channel. I appreciate all of you heading over there. And for those of you who have not headed over there, make sure you do so. Uh, you go to DLive.tv forward slash slightly underscore serious and uh you not only do you get to hear the fine uh, voice of mine but you also get to see the look of uh, california 2021 uh while you're at it and uh it's a little bit more i don't know uh, i don't know i think it's it's much more of a better experience and you can also have that up on your ipad or your iphone or android device and still continue to you know take a look at uh, your podbean chat if, uh, for those folks that uh, enjoy the podbean uh, folks, and uh, we appreciate them as well. In addition to everybody else that's tuning in, after a uh, we had a very quite uh, quite an eventful night last night with the fine folks over at the Freethink Institute, uh, producer Eric. I appreciate you putting that together once again, and uh, look forward to doing that again. How has uh, your evening been so far? My evening's been very good for the most part. Um, I hope you and Pert we are having a very good evening too. Um, of course. Um, you know, I know we've enjoyed having the, the Free Think Institute members on three different times already, much like I know we've enjoyed having like some of those like serious guests that we've had on recently, including Neil Crabtree, Michael, uh, Anthony Carbonaro, excuse me, and Michael Baca. But we're hoping we can really secure a few more names. I mean, if we couldn't get that world famous Dr. Eden to come on the show, we might have another doctor in mind, but... Stay tuned in hopes that maybe we can get that confirmed and and a cer- certain lady we we hope to get on the show at some point. Yeah, we uh, we are working on a few things. I also have another doctor I'm trying to get uh, in touch with. Actually, uh, it's a uh, my mm-hmm. and this is kind of breaking news to me. My business partner uh, who had uh, recently contracted COVID nineteen, she had informed me uh, late last night, and I'll actually read you the exact quotes. And uh, it's very, uh, you know, because after she contracted COVID-19, she was all about, I'm going to get the vaccine as soon as I can. Uh, If I had it all over to do again, I would have gotten the vaccine. And so late last night, we were just in a conversation and she had texted me a couple of uh, messages uh, that with, a you know, about a conversation that her and her primary care doctor had uh, were discussing. Mm -hmm. And the... The exact quote that she uh, texted over to me uh, was, let's see here. Oh, British. Um, hold on. We might have to take this call. Someone from, someone from Canada is calling us. This might be important. What's going on? Um, wh- wh- where exactly are they calling? On the Podbean app or the uh, studio? No, on the studio line. Welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, hold on for one second. Damn phone. All right. Oh, you got to get now. Are you there, caller? Yeah. Can you hear me? I hear you now. What's going on? How's your evening going? 
Hey, it's going all right. Your your mic's really low, by the way, on the D Live. Really, really low compared to your co-host there. Um, shockingly low. Uh, did you check your levels before you came on? Just out of curiosity. Uh how how about now? Is that sounding better? Um, well, I can't hear it because I'm just <laughs> listening to you on the on the phone. But I, yeah, I appreciate I, uh, you letting assume, me know that. I, yeah, I assume you fixed it. You, you got to check those levels before you go live because you know you got a lot of stuff, cool stuff to say. I've noticed about like um, politics and stuff, but you want to make sure people can hear you. <laughs> yes, no, you're 100 percent right. And uh, as far as I knew, uh, nobody had touched the controls, but I think I have adjusted it. If, uh, for those uh-huh. on the D live. Uh, number one, put a one in the chat if uh, you hear me uh, much clearer now than you did previously. Uh, two, if it's still low. Yeah, there's not. You might not want to do that to yourself. There's not really. There's not really too many people watching on the D live. I don't. Might not want to give yourself that realization and just uh, how few people are watching. All right. Well, I got uh, yeah. Ted, Mike. Uh, he's over there saying things are uh, a lot better, but I appreciate you calling and letting me know. Yeah. Um, and, and to I'm the caller good. from Canada. Hold on, hold on. Uh, What's, who's this guy who keeps who, who, who keeps interrupting and just sort of talking yeah. from out of nowhere? Who's that guy? He, he seems to be seems to not really understand the concept of being a co-host. Some, he keeps trying to interject at the worst times possible. Well, sometimes there's a delay on their end, so I apologize for that. That's the thing that happens in tech. That's the thing that happens in tech. Sorry, I'm a tech head. My name's Tech Head Terry, and the song will play now. Um, okay. But yeah, I'm I'm big into tech technology, and I try to help out. Like when I see a conservative streamer you know a free speech kind of person a freedom fighter like yourself i want to make sure that they got the right tech going on what kind of mic you're working with yeah no i hear you i appreciate that i i have the uh sure uh SM- no you did you, you, yeah you sure sm58 yeah the sure no the seven seven i think uh that's a weaker model you have the sure sm57 yeah. why you have an older model of it the sm58 can you believe standard. it I know it's, and that's know. the one that I have. And I thought we were going to be microphone brothers. I was going to get excited, but <laughs> we can get past it. I suppose. Um, what do you, what kind of headphones are you working with? Uh, audio technica. Audio, that's what I have. I have audio technicas as well, but I think probably a different kind than you. Cause I can see the top uh, yours look a little bit different, but similar. That's cool, man. We got a similar tech set up. I love that, dude. You got are um, you doing green screen behind yours. Is that are you doing green? Screen? Hey, Shay, quiet down, co-host. Yeah, We're having a conversation. Hey, 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 hey. Hi, hey, mind your manners. <laughs> I'm about to ask you a, a, an important no, no, question. No, no, what no, is? I'm serious. I'm serious. I, uh, don't talk. Um, to what me. is your name and where? What part of Canada are you calling from? I already said my name's Terry. Why don't you clean out your ears? What kind of headphones you working with? The kind that don't hear proper uh, too good. All right. Well, we're going to continue on uh, with the show. And uh, anyways, uh, Pert, are you there? Where the hell are you? I'm here. <laughs> I'm just enjoying Pert the show. Popcorn, I think. <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm just enjoying the show. <laughs> anyways, I appreciate you giving us a call, but you do have to have some respect to everybody that's on the cast. Well, um, Can you hear me? Or, yes, you I know, do. Okay, there we or go. Is, you know, and you know something? I think my first and second grade teacher, Miss Carey, would probably be telling that Caller from Canada, say excuse me for being rude. There, there. I'll give him one of those for you, Harry. <laughs> Anyways, how's your day been, Pert? It's been uh, been good. Been busy. Been traveling. Been working. Oh, been working. Yeah, that's good. Been working. Yeah, working, back working back out making calls now. Oh, that's good. 
Well, uh, you have to keep on working. I had uh, more of uh, the honey that you and uh, Honeybee sent over. Uh, I think it was last night. And That's damn, good stuff, isn't it? Good. So good. Oh, my God. It almost made me not even look at any news articles uh, today. <laughs> <laughs> It'll definitely hit a sweet tooth. I'll tell you that. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's, it's, uh, there's nothing that compares to it that I've ever bought from a grocery store. That's for damn sure. Yeah. So all that stuff yeah. is, uh, it's got, it's filtered down. A lot of times they put, uh, rice sugar in there to, uh, make it go further. And uh, plus they, they heat it up and so it loses the enzyme. So gotcha. Yeah, no, that was really good. So prior to our Canadian friend letting us know of our technical issues, um, I was talking about how my uh, business partner uh, was uh, talking to me last night via text about some concerns her doctor had. You know, like I said, she was all about saying, I'm going to get the vaccine as soon as I uh, can get it now after I've had COVID. If I had it all over to do again, I would have gotten the vaccine prior. And he says, quote unquote, she texted me. Did I tell you my primary doctor, when I had my appointment with him today, said, absolutely, do not get the vaccine. And I uh, then uh, I asked her, I said, your, your primary t- told you not to get it? Question mark. And uh, she responded by saying, yes, he said, absolutely do not. And he's talked to several doctors, other uh, several other doctors about it as well. And they feel the same way. So I am uh, actively trying to pursue to try to get him on the show. I, you know, I, I don't mind him. Uh, you know, I'd love for him to come on publicly and uh, let us know what his reasonings are for basically, uh, you know, advising his patients not to get a vaccine. That'd be a very interesting conversation in my, in my opinion. Uh, as you guys well know, uh, the CDC uh, this afternoon has once again, change guidance. Uh, it's like, it seems like, uh, my God, the CDC is uh, becoming like politicians. It's like every other month they're changing their decision on what they want to do. Uh, they said they are, are urging people vaccinated to uh, start wearing masks again, uh, depending on where you are indoors and out and about when you're amongst uh, you know, a, a lot of people and uh, in places with high transmission. And uh, this is kind of... You know, a little concerning because, you know, after all, I was thinking, you know, people that have been vaccinated, they shouldn't have to worry about, you know, contracting the virus. But apparently the CDC is now saying otherwise. Uh, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention raised, revised its guidance on wearing masks Tuesday in reversal of its earlier position. Agency is now recommending that some fully vaccinated people wear masks indoors if they live in areas with significant or high spread. Okay, that's great and all, right? Uh, sounds good. You want to make sure that they're protected and all that. But where the hell are they supposed to, what, you know, gonna, our city's going to start being color-coded? Like, hey, this is the red zone. Make sure you, you know, prior to entering the city, make sure you uh, put your mask on. Anyways, I, I don't know how they're going to advise people of that or not. Uh, currently, much of the country falls into that category, with the exception of the Northeast and parts of the Upper Midwest. Uh, the CDC provides a link if you want to see the area of spread in the county where you live. So. Uh, I guess you need to have uh, in your browser uh, a, a specific link. That way, you know if uh, you know whether you've been vaccinated or not. Whether you need to uh, put your mask on. Uh, they said, uh, "quote This was not a decision that was taken lightly." And that's what uh, Doctor Walensky said, uh, the, who is obviously the uh, director of the CDC, acknowledging that people are quote tired and frustrated. Pert, Eric, do you think? Are people going to go uh, abide by this? Are people, even the vaccinated? I mean, 
I'll be honest with you. I think a lot of vaccinated people are already continuing to wear masks, to be honest with you. Um, well, but, um, that's what it looks like to me. I think the ones who are more deeply concerned and have more to risk, I think they will wear the mask. I mean, I know you've said that you've seen stuff where it says masks are only 10% effective, but really it depends on what mask you have. And then two, you know, slightly you're a gamble man. If you're, you know, I think I said it the other night, if you're going to play uh, the casino, aren't you going to play the game that's 10% higher chances of winning? So anything helps, especially if you've seen the, the bad side of it, you really realize it's, it's an actual virus out there. And, you know, if you're not going to take the, the, uh, the jab, at least do what you can to stay away from catching the, the virus. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I, I'm just, I, at what point, I mean, are you surprised that the CDC's flip-flopping on, on their, uh, you know, what their suggestions are as far as masks and no mask? Uh, you, it you doesn't, based on the science or? It doesn't surprise me. What I would like to hear them come out and say, and they've said it before, but they haven't stuck to it. Then they'll act like they know what they're talking about is just say, look, this is totally new to us. We're doing the best we can. We don't have a full grasp on it. This is what we believe at this time. But I think from day one, they lied about the mask because they didn't want to uh, rush on the mask and people to hoard them like they ended up doing anyway. I think they tried to um, stave off that scare and got caught in a lie and got caught in a downward spiral that they haven't been able to get out of. You know, they, they haven't been honest from the beginning. And when that happens, how do you believe them from there on out? You know, we're talking about health issues here, matters of, of life and death in some cases, you know, almost the death of honeybee. You can't. You can't monkey around with that stuff. I mean, if you don't know, tell us you don't know. Don't give us information. Give us false hope. Give us false pretenses that supposedly will protect us but won't. You can't do that. That's just not right to do to people. Right. And I agree with you 100%. And I, I believe 100% that there should be full transparency, just like we say about many things. That, yes. You know, it seems like the government, uh, politicians, the media, Nobody wants to give transparency, and uh, you know I'm going to shed a little bit of light of, about that a little bit later on in the show uh, about you know some of the side effects that the, the government already knew what the, the potentials could have been way back even in October of 2020, and uh, I'll go over. There's about 22 of them, I believe, but uh, I, I agree with you that it's definitely not something to screw around with. That you know people out there need to know that the virus is real. Uh, I'm 100% in agreement with that. And, uh, you know, as far as getting a vaccine or not, that's, uh, to me, that's totally up to each individual. Uh, everybody knows what's best for them. Um, here in California, we didn't get a chance to cover it yesterday, but uh, the California Governor Gavin Newsom put a, out a mandate that all state employees and all health officials uh, will be required to take the COVID vaccine. Uh, and, there is one caveat, which I have to admit, I do respect. Now, if for whatever the reason, if any state employee or health official doesn't want to get the jab, they do have the option of being tested. I believe it's two to three times a week. So I have to give them credit for that. If they did not offer an opportunity for them to not take the vaccine, I think I would have had a bigger issue with it. But I, I think by giving that option of getting tested, I think that shows a little leeway that, hey, okay, I'm on board with it because if you're giving people the choice, the option, if, as long as you have options, that's what's important, I think. Uh, because 
at the end of the day, what's most important is our society's health. And I get that. Um, the, what I don't get are when a government body is going to force you to put something in your body that the government has no right to do, in my opinion, whatsoever. Um, and, you know, as we see, uh, you know, we'll see how things go. I, uh, I also understand that here in uh, California, all Cal State colleges are uh, doing the same for all of their students. In order for them to even be on campus, they'll be required to always have proof that they've been vaccinated. Uh, there are exemptions available for those. Uh, they can either provide a medical um, exemption, uh, reason why they cannot take it medically, or for any relig religious reasons. So that'll be interesting to follow. Um, I know I saw uh, Cummings' culture in the chat earlier saying that he doesn't think that their CD is flip-flopping on this. Uh, he also says that uh, it's also because of this variant. Uh, he's thinking that the CDC is shooting 100% from the hip. And I've been saying that all, all along, in my opinion, throughout this whole thing, this whole pandemic. I think health officials, I think the government, everybody, they don't want to tell this, us here in society the truth, which is I don't think they know what the hell really they, need, they can do about this. And my observation, uh, standing afar, I think this is going to develop into basically what we call every year is the flu. And every year you're going to have your a, a COVID shot. Uh, you know how you have currently you have uh, a seasonal flu shot uh, eventually, uh, hopefully when this uh, virus kind of tames down and doesn't affect people so badly. Uh, I think that's what uh, will take over the, uh, the, the flu uh, virus. But that's just... That's just my thing. I don't know, uh, Eric. Uh, what do you What do you think? You think it's fair uh, that he's mandating uh, health officials and state officials that uh, state employees to um, get vaccinated? Um, I, you know, I, I I know this is kind of like complicated, anyways, because and and you have like you know pe people out in society who are like my body, my choice, and um, and and that they do not like, you know, government overreach and, and government dictating, dictating what you can and cannot do. So, but but I think this story is just continue continue to be ongoing. Yeah, well, we'll see. And it it, it strikes me. I, I, we briefly talked a little bit about it yesterday. How you know we have uh, so big tech, social media companies being extensions of the government. Now you have government. Uh -huh. you have governors themselves in different states kind of urging on uh, small and big businesses to make sure that they mandate that their employees be vaccinated. Uh, I think that's a little much, in my opinion. Um, it's kind of like them trying to be the bad guys without being the bad guys. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see what uh, society puts up with. And let's see what else we got. I know uh, our favorite lady. Hackysack had something to say today. Uh, the White House uh, was pressed Tuesday on why vaccinated people should return to wearing masks in certain situations since the COVID-19 vaccines are effective in preventing serious disease. Our favorite gal, Press Secretary Jen Hackysack, responded to a question from Fox News' Peter Ducey by saying that masks are an, quote, extra step that provides further protection against COVID-19 while maintaining that vaccines against COVID-19 work. Uh, the CDC is expected to announce, uh, we already went over that, how... Uh, they believe that people should be wearing masks. And uh, in May, the CDC announced that vaccinated individuals were not required to wear masks indoors and out, physically distancing, and now 
like I said, obviously they've changed their mind on that. And Basaki uh, was also asked why President Biden told Americans they were no longer to wear masks if there was a potential for a change in guidance. Basaki defended the comments, saying that, quote, we're all dealing with an evolving virus where there's no playbook and this no historic precedent. I can respect that answer. For, for once, something out of, came out of her mouth was rational. I, I'm okay with that. And I, I respect that. Uh, anyways, quote, what the American people should feel confident in is that we are going to continue to be guided by science. Look at public health data in order to provide new guidance if it's needed to save lives. Protect the American people. That's uh, your secretary of uh, your White House press secretary saying that. And I hope they do start following the science. I really do, because we all know that they haven't 100 percent followed the science. So I don't know what's going to go happen, what's going to happen. Anyways, I've had enough about COVID-19, so we're going to skip that article. And uh, another one to turn to is now the DOJ today has declared that vaccine mandates are legal. Um, the federal law does not prohibit public agencies and private businesses from requiring COVID-19 vaccines that are under emergency use authorization. Uh, that's the Department of Justice. Uh, that's what they concluded in their opinion. Three major government entities, the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, California, and New York City, said Monday they would require some or all of their government employees to get vaccinated or tested weekly. The vaccines are still awaiting full approval from the FDA. As access to the COVID-19 vaccines has become widespread, numerous educational institutions, institutions, employers, and other entities across the United States have announced that they will require individuals to be vaccinated against COVID-19 as a condition of employment, enrollment, participation, or some other benefit, service, relationship, or access. And uh, do you guys think this is going to go, is there going to be lawsuits on this? Uh, is this going to make its way to the Supreme Court, you think? I think there will be lawsuits. I don't know if it will make it that far, though. No, you they think may, they, well, they'll probably do like they did with the election results and, and vote to not, not hear it, to not entertain it. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, I think, uh, I don't know. I, well, I'll tell you what I think. And, I'll, and I said it earlier. I, I, I think that as long as you have that option that you can uh, test to show that you're, you're, you're not infected with the, uh, with the COVID, I'm okay with that. I think there has to be a mandatory option, though. Jeremy, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. I don't hear Jeremy. Does anybody else? Oh, I heard him. I he hear said, him. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, go ahead, Jeremy. Hey, can what you hear me now? I hear you now. Oh, well, uh, good. Verizon commercial. Not sponsored by Salt the Series. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I, I demand that Jen Psaki gets a penis implanted on her because I think it's absolutely fucking outrageous that here we are living in 2021 and we've never had a damn hermaphrodite as a press secretary. Like, how how bigoted is that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jeremy, such such hatred in your voice tonight. I mean, think about it. How how bigoted is that? That that's that, I mean, Joe Biden gets the best of both worlds. Well, he Joe Biden gets the best of everything. I mean, he 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 gets the best of both worlds, and he doesn't even realize it because he's that brain dead. Well, he, one day she can put on a school. One day she can put on a schoolgirl outfit, and he can fill, fulfill his kid fantasies. And the next day she can put on an outfit to look like the Chinese leader and she, he can just suck her dick instead of going over there and sucking his. 
Oh my goodness. You know what? You know what? I, I got information and I'm studying up on this before I present it to the audience, but I have links and I have to verify them because they're very accusatory of the president. Uh, and basically this one who, who used to be an underage gal, uh, who's been wanting to come forward about Joe Biden allegedly. And I said allegedly out there, folks, basically touching her inappropriately. And there's actually there's a photo, and I and like I said, I have to verify all of this before I even present it because I'm not going to get in trouble and on all that. But um, oh, did you see that video I shared on Twitter? So, Jeremy, what what uh, what what's going to happen? Are we going are the entire country going to go back to masking up again? Are we going to go back into shutdown mode? Is no, it's happen. No, it's just going to be certain areas like the area I live in. We went from five COVID cases two weeks ago, and now we're over 100. It's like 109. So just certain parts. And do you think they'll lock down those certain parts? No, I think it'll be up to states. I mean, uh, I, I think that – I do think it's going to be mandated, and I think it'll be upheld in court. And let me tell you why. In Alabama, we already have forced vaccinations on children to go to public school. They have to have a blue slip or blue card, as a lot of people call it. And you have to show that documented proof that your child has been vaccinated against X, Y, and Z before they can enter school. And I think once it reaches full FDA approval, I mean, Trump's Surgeon General came out the other day and said, once it reaches full FDA approval, it's going to be mandated in the military. But I think once it reaches full FDA approval, I think it'll be mandated. And I mean, I, I, how 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 can you mandate it for children when there are obvious complications with taking a vaccine? That's what I want to know. I don't think they'll mandate it for kids right off. I really well, don't. Well, you're telling me that they're mandating it uh, in order for them to go to school. So basically, they're going to uh, put their education above their head of taking a jab. Um, they already do that here. I mean, it's, it's certain shots that you have to take. I mean, it, it's certain. I but mean, those, it, those certain shots are already FDA approved. They're not yeah. under so use authorization. Yeah, I, I think that's what I said. Once it reaches full FDA approval. But you're saying right now that they're man mandating it, uh, the, the uh, COVID vaccine for the children. No, 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 not yet. Oh, not yet. Okay. I, I but, when it, but when it reaches full FDA approval, they will. That but, I, that I would probably agree with. Uh, it won't. It won't happen anytime soon. The the kids' vaccine is just being tested right now, so you're probably a year out from that being FDA approved. Now the adult vaccine, eighteen and older, that's probably late August, as late as January. That's going to be FDA approved. Even even with all the issues that they have with the vaccines, you believe that they will be FDA approved? Yeah. Yeah, as as early as late August, unless unless we start having people drop like flies, it's gonna be it's gonna be FDA approved late August, early uh, as late as January. Okay, and so when when the FDA gives that approval, does that mean that people no longer have to worry about giving up their rights to hold any? Uh, you know, basically they can hold the the government accountable, they can hold the uh, the hospital accountable, and the doctor and all that. I think so. I think you can hold the government accountable once it reaches full FDA approval. Gotcha. Why? Well, I, uh, I was fortunate enough to get a list. Uh, by the way, from our good friend Honeybee, 
Uh, she sent a video over it, and I haven't listened to the entire, I think it's like a 30 to 40 minute video, but I did reach the part to where there was information. And I'm not sure people are aware of this, but back in October of 2020, the FDA and our government knew of at least 22 potential side effects. Is anybody aware of this? They already knew what complications were going to come about. And I'll go over it. Uh, we're not going to go in-depth about them because half of them might have no idea what the hell they are. But the first one is Guillain-Barre syndrome. Number two is acute disseminated insulophilomy. I can't even pronounce the damn things. They're so bad. Uh, transverse my- myelitis. You have convulsions, seizures, stroke, narcolepsy, and cataplexy. Anaphylaxis, acute my- myocardial infarction, myocarditis, autoimmune disease, and by the way, number 13 is deaths, pregnancy and birth outcomes, other acute demyelinating diseases, non-anaphylactic allergic reactions, thrombocytopenia, disseminated intravascular coagulation, venomous thromboembolism, arthritis, Kawasaki disease, multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children, and vaccine-enhanced disease. Now, the FDA knew about this in October of 22, uh, excuse me, October 22nd of uh, 2020. I don't think many of us in the public were aware of this. No, and I'm going to be honest with you. Where was the uh, news media covering this? I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I had to call my doctor today. Um, My left arm, where I took my shot, they told me anything that was out of the ordinary to call them. Yeah. Uh, I've got pretty bad weakness in my left arm. Oh, boy. So. Make sure you give them a call then, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. I called them and they said that, you know, to come in for a. Come in to make sure it's just arthritis because I already have arthritis in that shoulder because I've got a torn, I tore my labrum in that shoulder a long time ago and I, I never had it fixed and it just set up arthritis. And, and I'm not sitting here saying, oh, just because of all of this stuff right here, I'm not saying just because of that, don't go out and get the vaccine. Like I said, talk to your healthcare provider, decide what's best for you and your family. But what I want to point out is like we talked about earlier in the show. There needs to be fucking transparency. Okay? People should have been aware of all of these symptoms that are potentially, that the vaccine's going to potentially cause. Okay? Yeah, all, all the information that we knew from a public standpoint is take this vaccine, it's safe for you. Not one time did I hear any of the health officials or government officials or, hell, even the freaking mainstream media. Not one of them said, oh, uh, yeah, it's potentially really good for you to help prevent catching COVID-19. But by the way, here's the 22 potential side effects. I mean, for God's sakes, let's be transparent here in the United States. Why are we hiding this? And I, and I think, you know, many Americans, every American should be uh, asking their local government officials and uh, everybody else why this information wasn't given to them because, like I've always told you, make the best informed decision. If you don't have this type of information, how can you make an informed decision for what's best for you and your family? 
Think about it. But anyways, that really bothered the hell out of me this afternoon when I saw that. Uh, and like I said, I'm all about transparency. I'm all about getting as much information you can to make your best informed decision. And when you have government, uh, media, and everybody else hiding that from you, to me, that makes me even a little bit more sketched out about it. I mean, you might not feel this, the same way, and that's totally fine. You have the right to feel however the hell you want to. But I think we all have, we should all have, be given the respect by the people that we put in Washington, people that basically represent us or are supposed to represent us at a uh, local level. I think they have a duty and an obligation to be honest with us. And if we're not going to hold them accountable, then hell, don't even do any uh, research. Just go get, just go do what they tell you to do. Just pretend like you're in Cuba or in China. I mean, you might as well. Otherwise, speak the hell up. Demand that there be transparency. Anyways, moving on. That just really bothered me. And uh, Honeybee, I appreciate, uh, I appreciate you uh, sending that uh, video over to me this afternoon. Hey, James, I got to run, buddy. But I, what I was really calling for is, did you not see that video I retweeted? Did you put a video out there today? I, there's a video I retweeted. It's of a China. It's 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 in China. Um, they're talking about how they control the United States openly at a conference. Like you know how we have the TED talks and stuff like that. Yeah. This is them at the like their version of TED talks in China, talking about how they've controlled the United States since 1973. I think. 1973. Wow. Yeah. If you go on there and look and it talks about how it talks about how they hated Trump, how Trump was uncontrollable. And like this guy says this, this is not and it's in Japanese or it's in Chinese, Mandarin, whatever. But the subtitles are on there where you can, you know, see what he's saying. But. Yeah, he, he says that they've owned the United States since 1973. They've owned politicians. Um, it, it's crazy. Yeah, I'll definitely take a look at that, and uh, it'll be uh, interesting to see what it has to say. Yeah, it, it's it, it's it, it it'll make you sick when you see it. There's a lot of things that have been making me sick. Thanks, thankfully, one thing that has not been making me sick though is uh, Big Sexy's cooking lately. Oh my god! Uh, tonight we had, gosh, what, what was it called there? Big Sexy, uh, egg. Um, yeah, egg- eggplant uh, was really good. Oh, and oh, that looked really delicious. I saw the video over, or excuse me, the image over on Instagram. Did you have eggplant or did you have the eggplant emoji? No, no. I had eggplant, broccoli, and rice. Steamed rice. We always you, have. You know what the eggplant emoji is, right? I, I've heard about it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you naughty boy. Yeah. Go back in your corner and make sure your arm is okay, buddy. Oh yeah, I'm fine. It, it could be off rice because I've I, I've been out all day, and it didn't start till about four thirty. But I've been out all day, like working in my grandma's yard and stuff. So, but they told me anything that was out of the ordinary, and it's not raining here, and it's not like a couple of days of rain, you know. And that normally brings it on. Like I can normally tell, hey, it's about to rain because my shoulder hurts. But this is just like weakness down plumbing my hands. 
all the way to my fingers and it's just like I have to keep stretching my hand out because it feels like I'm going to lose feeling in my hand. And well, Make sure you take care of yourself, my friend. And uh, the thing that you had texted me about earlier, make sure you get in touch with me and uh, we'll get put that together for you. Oh, yeah. All right, man. We'll, we'll see you guys later. Have a good show. You too. Have a good one. That was uh, Jeremy. My good buddy, Jeremy from Alabama. One of these days, I'll have to go to Alabama. I, I'm kind of scared of going to Alabama. Is it, uh, Pert, you've been to Alabama. Is there anything to be worried about over there? No, just uh, just a little bit south of Muscle Shoals is a place to be worried about called Russellville. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke, people. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, yeah, tonight's dinner was uh, Terry Beef. That's uh, like a big sexy put it in the chat. Terry Beef eggplant. And it was delicious. Anyways, where should we go from here? I feel like we should take a, a brief time out. It's our first break of the night. I appreciate you guys joining us over on DLive, Podbean, Twitch, and all that. I think we're still, they haven't blocked us yet on YouTube, thank God. No, they haven't, but I'm reminding them in the chat over there, as well as Twitch and Facebook, that if we disappear from those three platforms, jump over to DLive and also to find you know, some of our best previously published episodes over on Rumble. And we're working on last night's episode going to Rumble as well. That we are. I, I've, I, I did a lot of work uh, this morning, so you'll be seeing a lot of uh, things appearing on Rumble, including the, uh, the one 12-minute YouTube that got blocked and banned from YouTube. Anyways, you're listening to the Slightly Serious Show on a Tuesday. You've been listening to the Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, been offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. God, everything I have pulled up is on, on my screen is COVID, COVID, COVID. My God, I feel like I'm going to catch COVID just by talking about COVID. Oh, I don't know. What was that there, Big Sexy? Yeah, don't give it to you. Yeah, bitch, don't give it to me. Do you guys have <laughs> a blank copy of what it looks like in Alabama? A blank copy? Yeah, what? give us a uh, blank copy of what it looks like in Alabama. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I, I, you know, we, I think we're going to start doing this every Monday. Um, basically, uh, from now on, on Mondays, uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and give you the uh, weekly update on what's going on in Chicago, give you the weekend report. Uh, this uh, past weekend, uh, 12, 12 people shot dead uh, among 73 people shot in the city of Chicago. So uh, the racist mayor, uh, Lori Lightfoot, She's continuing to not do a very good job. So um, I don't know. I think I think someone needs to step in as the mayor of Chicago. I don't you know. How, how are how are they going to get this uh, under control? I mean, is, Bert, Eric, do you do you think it's more of a Democratic uh, mayor situation or I mean, they're not defunding too many uh, too many police, right? Maybe they need to increase the budget for police in Chicago. I, I think mean, it's a combination of a Democratic minority mayor. Oh, because uh, she doesn't want to do anything that's going to make her people. Yes, I said her people. We all know what we're talking about. Look bad or that's going to in any way, in lack of a better word, punish them for any of their actions. I mean, she's made it painfully obvious. So I think it's a combination of the two of those. When you say her people, you're, are you referring to the only people that she's willing to speak with? Yeah, I'm referring oh, to okay. the short, balding, wide eyed people. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the the ones that she's she yeah. prefers to speak with. 
Well, I don't even think it's preferred. She's already said that she doesn't want to speak with, uh, you know, yeah. certain And she people. said she would not apologize for that and she'd do it again. Did you see that? I did. Because and, of uh, the, the interest and uh, conversation it created. What bull crap. I'm surprised that Biden even, she even allowed Biden to speak with her. I, I, could, I was amazed uh, a couple well, of weeks ago. Biden identifies as a black man. <laughs> Biden's just happy to be breathing air, I think. Yeah. I don't think he knows anything other than that. Um, but yeah, 73 people were injured, 12 of them fatally in the city, according to police Tribune and Tribune records. Five men were wounded in a mass shooting in South Austin early Sunday, the fourth such attack with four or more victims in less than a week. The men, ages 20 through 23 to 50, were gathered in a yard in the 4800 block of West Race Avenue when a man with a gun entered the yard about 1230 and began shooting them. But uh, hopefully uh, they get their shit together. That's all I have to say about that. And for those of you on DLive, I do have a disturbing video that I, I need to share. And, uh, you know, all, all you hear about in the media is, you know, racism this, racism that. And, you know, this unfortunate incident occurred on Sunday. I think it was over the weekend. And I will see if I can get this to be a little bit bigger for you guys. And... Uh, Eh, maybe not. But anyways, uh, this happened in uh, the city of uh, New York. An elderly man, and when I say elderly, he was in his 60s, was basically the, got the shit beat out of him by two uh, black males. I bet you were going to say had the shits. No, he didn't have the shits. Uh, he probably had the shits after he got his, uh, after he had the crap beat out of him. But uh, like I said, uh, we'll see, oh, something went wrong. What did they did they take it off of YouTube or Twitter? Unbelievable. Can you believe that? Oh, here we go. Uh, how about we give him a boo sounder too? A boo sounder. You want a boo sounder? Um, I got to look for that. <laughs> it, it's part of the pod bean. Oh, there you go. So uh, there you see. I mean, the dude was just, you know, uh, riding his bike and uh, the guys decided to basically, uh, you know, try to, rob him right there in the middle of the daylight it's he he uh he kind of represents kind of like the people that are walking into walgreens and stuff like that they have no shame they'll do it anytime anywhere uh very casually as well it's not like he looks like he's in a hurry or anything but uh police are looking for uh two suspects uh anyways i gotta turn that off because i'm getting- well you know you know what slightly you could put me down in a restaurant whether it's Applebee's or Chili's, take all the paraphernalia off the wall and put food in front of me. I couldn't tell you which one I'm in. It's kind of the same way now with these violent uh, news clips that they're showing. I can't tell if it's Chicago or New York. It's the same crap. Right. But one thing I could, I could point out to you, though, Pertwee, is this. If the, if the, and there's a point I'm trying to make here. If the roles were reversed... If the man beating the crap out of the guy was white and the guy who unfortunately was beaten up brutally was black, do you think we'd have the same headline? No, it'd be hate crime committed in Chicago. Do you think the, do you think, do you folks really think that the headline would be New York City police released new footage believed tied to brutal Brooklyn beating? A fucking guarantee you it would not be the same headline, folks. And that's where I go back to no matter what crimes are being committed in our society, 
the headline should be exactly the same as this. Because what's wrong is wrong. So, but I, I just wanted to point out the hypocrisy because uh, not too many people are doing that with this story. And I think it's very important to keep that in front of everybody in society of how hip, hypocratic, hypocritical the media is and our government officials. I mean, if the, if the, no, just what I'm trying to say, if the, hmm, let's see if, if the narrative was the same as far as racism, your headline would probably be, uh, you know, something such as that. I don't know. Oh, let's just leave that alone. <laughs> Anyways, but I think you guys get the point. Anyways, uh, Simone Biles, speaking of uh, sports, we don't do any sports news uh, these days, uh, but Simone Biles has pulled out of uh, the gymnastics competition, uh, leaving uh, her teammates uh, to compete without her. And apparently they did not win the gold medal. They uh, ended up winning the silver. And if I spoiled it for you, I'm sorry, but nobody's really watching the Olympic Games anyway. Well, well there is that one person. Who? My mother-in-law. Oh, your mother-in-law's <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I, don't, I don't care about the Olympics. And Simone was saying she had the weight of the world on her shoulders. Oh, you poor thing. And, <laughs> and it was so stressful going out and performing because nobody in the, is in the stands. How is it more stressful as a gymnastic to perform without thousands of people looking at you, critiquing and booing, eyeing and booing, than to just go out there and do what you're training to do, you know? I don't, I don't understand that. Sounded like excuses. Well, wouldn't you think it would be a lot easier to compete without people like staring down at you? That's, I mean, that's my impression. Yeah. I, I can understand baseball and stuff like that. You know, you get the crowd behind you, but in the Olympics anyway, they, they want them to be quiet during those events. They're not always, but you got all the eyeballs on you. I don't know. Well, you know, I have a lot of hatred towards some Olympic athletes. You know, such as the ones that represent Subway. Oh, <laughs> uh, we we, we the hoe. Even, yeah, re, rap, repping the hoe. Repping the hoe. Rapping the hoe. That's it. A, a rap a hoe. She's in there. Yeah, <laughs> she might identify as that. I don't know. People identify as many things these days. Well, her but hair looks I, like I, these colorful um, feathers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get onto that story next. This oh, okay. Feathers. But, uh, you know, last Olympics, uh, the last Summer Olympics, I watched the gymnastics and she did a fantastic job. Uh, you yeah. know, she was she didn't kneel down or anything like that. She was a very proud American, uh, I think, represented the country very well. So, I, you know, I have a little respect for her. I, I mean, I'm not going to shed tears and stuff like that. I feel bad for her that she was unable to compete. Yeah. But, uh, apparently, she delivered a, a powerful message to Olympic teammates after exiting the gymnastics event. She said, quote, I'm sorry. I love you guys, but you're going to be just fine. <laughs> you guys have trained your whole entire life for this. It's fine. I've been to, the, I've been to an Olympics. I'll be fine. This is, this is your first. You go out and kick ass. Okay. I need a tissue. Okay. Heartfelt. Very heartfelt words spoken by... Uh, Olympic gymnast Simone Biles. I still think every one of them who take a knee should be left over there. I uh, yeah. Just leave them. 
I, I'm okay with leaving them there. I mean, I prefer them to go to like Cuba or you know something somewhere where it's a little bit more oppressed. Make them really feel what it looks like to be oppressed. Yeah, but I don't even wish those people on on Cuba right now. I mean, yeah. they've got their own problems. Yeah, I, I I feel bad for the people of Cuba. I really do, and it doesn't look like uh, our president or his administration are going to do a damn thing about it. Nah, that's that's so sad too. I, it is. You know, it's, I don't a, know. it's a hard, it's a hard, uh, it's a hard topic. Uh, at the same time, he's all for everybody else in the world coming to America, but God forbid we allow any Cubans coming here, right? Well, and and I'm not thinking anything, you know, as far as military action, but at least something diplomatic. Start speaking with them. Start, you know, getting on on better terms and see if you can influence them. I just, I don't, I don't get it. They've they've paid the price long enough. The embargoes, you know, they'll look at it and go, "Oh, look, the embargoes are working now." That's why the people are rising up. I don't necessarily think it's the embargoes because they they've found ways around that. They're still getting supplies and and goods. Granted, not to the degree and, and not the new newest thing out today like they would if they were part of the global economy. But it sure as hell hasn't caused them to crash. You know, the regime has stayed, I'll, I'll call it a regime, has stayed in power for, gosh, how long has it been now? 55, 60 years? Yeah, it's been uh, in power for quite some time. And it doesn't look like they're going to be relinquishing that power anytime soon. Yeah, I don't think they're going to relinquish it. I think it'll have to be taken from them. But I, I think that through diplomacy, they can at least get them to lax or, you know, to, to back off some of the restrictions they have on their own people and open it up to where maybe they can can participate with some tourism and stuff and, and you know, that would benefit the people because um, it's just it's not good the way it is. And it's a beautiful area. I mean, why in the hell did we give it back anyway? We had it at one time. We gave it back. We like giving things away in our country. I mean, you know, I think so. <laughs> we gave, they gave away the freaking White House, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. I mean, pretty soon we're going to be giving away California back to Mexico and Texas as well. I mean, just stay tuned. But do you think in any part, uh, going back seriously on uh, the Cuba thing, in the back of your mind, uh, is there anywhere in your mind that thinks that the Biden administration is okay with what's going on over there? They want to kind of honest, wait, wait, I, they want to wait out and see what really ends up developing. I think they're okay with what's going on, and I think they don't care with what happens. Yeah. I don't think they could they could care. How do you say it? They couldn't care less whether it stays communist or socialist, whatever you want to term it, or if the thing sinks and blows up tomorrow. They just don't care. They just don't have a conscience. Doesn't benefit them. Big big sexy say bitches don't have a conscience. That's there you go. Very well put there, Big Sexy. Um, I guess we'll go into the feathers uh, before we, uh, you know, speaking of feathers uh, and staying in sports, the Cleveland Indians are no longer the Cleveland Indians, apparently. They're uh, changing their name. Uh, anybody hear about that? Come I've on. heard about that one. Um, you didn't hear about that? You big baseball night fan, you? <laughs> you heard about it, um, Eric? Um, I, I read about it, um, but I was like, um, here we go again with this never ending cancel culture cycle. Oh yes. Woke America and woke, uh, Cleveland Indian fans. Uh, I couldn't get mm-hmm. off mute soon enough. Slightly. Sorry about that. But <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I hate the name and I think their new logo was crap. They are now going to be called the Cleveland 
guardians. And yeah, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's that's guardians it's, of the galaxy or what? Are they going to have uh, the little uh, shoot? What's his name? The little tree guys as their mascot. <laughs> I don't know. I forgot his name. <laughs> Oh, the oh no! You cannot call them that. That would be uh, that would be uh, a, going a little fairyish. That, that would be <laughs> sexy. The saying that they're going a little fairyish. <laughs> he said he would have called them the Cleveland Gardeners, but <laughs> well, they could have called them the Cleveland Fairies, and they just could have said oh, it's tied to Disney. Yeah, there you go. But uh, the Cleveland Guardians. Um, that's oh my god. Uh, if you're a Cleveland Indian fan, you might as well become like Pertwee and start the hashtag fuck baseball. That's right. That's and you know what? I bet you the same people that like it are the ones that poo pooed Trump with his Space Force name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, the Guardians. I'm trying to. I know that there's a reason they came up with it. I, something about their city. They're idiots. Like yeah, they, that could be too. <laughs> they said that the, the, the Indians, uh, excuse me, the Cleveland's team, new team name is inspired by the large landmark stone, stone edifices referred to as Traffic Guardians. So they're naming their team, and uh, their inspiration is their traffic, I guess. That's so. just nuts. I can only imagine what the Los Angeles Dodgers would become. The Los Angeles Smog? The, <laughs> the, the, the Los Angeles Illegals? <laughs> oh, <you must> <laughs> oh, never mind. I'm going to stop right there. I mean, there's so much more they could have named them, though. They could have they honored the historic C, you know, uh, that was part of the Cleveland uniform. I mean, uh, they could have called them the, the Cleveland Eries after Lake Erie, you know? There, there you go. Well, when is, I, what I want to know, Eric, uh, for you, because you live in Georgia, you have the Atlanta Braves there, right? They have what's called the Tomahawk Chop. You know, mm-hmm. they go, you know, whoa, and then they so, fucking, Yeah, it's kind of like a chant. They stole it from FSU, thieves. Right, but isn't, isn't that offensive too? I mean, how dare they? I mean, if you're going to say the Cleveland Indians is just, you know, so horrible. I mean, isn't that the same thing? Like making fun of the Indians doing their chop? Um, well, and I know like the Braves used to have an, an Indian mascot, um, but they retired him about like the early to mid-1990s. Um, I can't think of his name right offhand. Well, um, um, Go ahead. But I'm sure J- Jeremy could probably look it up right quick or hurt we were honeybee. Um, but I mean, but it, but I just like, don't, don't seem to ever remember that. But I remember, you know, older family members of a certain age, you know, telling me about, about this Atlanta Braves mascot when, when he was a big deal with the Atlanta Braves. And that was back when the Atlanta Braves was at its very best. But, but I think since the 1999 world series, um, I know, like performance-wise for the Braves, it's it's like that team's just really went to shit. Um, but yeah, the, but the, I, the, I think it's not been the same since Ted Turner, you know, sold it. Yeah, that's the last time when Ted Turner owned the owned the club. Uh, they had a they had a dynasty when they had Maddox, Lavin, uh, oh, I can't Smoltz, Smoltz, Justice. And, yeah, every yeah, pitcher they had a pitch. rocking team. I think that was in the nineties, wasn't it? Um, during most of the nineteen nineties, as as well as you know, like probably like a, a couple of years in the late 1980s, but then at the turn of the century, um, uh, I think th- th- things are already starting to crumble and it's like, but when, but when of course Ted Turner 
you know, sold, sold it. Um, it's just not been the same ever since. Good thing they built that big ass stadium, huh, Eric? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, they spent almost 20, 20 years in that um, Turner Field complex, which was the former, you know, Olympic Stadium when Atlanta had the Olympics. I remember that. Um, before that, the, the longtime, you know, home was the former Atlanta Fulton County Stadium that also housed the Falcons until like the former Georgia Dome was built, and then the of course, the Georgia Dome is no more and was has since been replaced by Mercedes-Benz Stadium, much like, you know, you know, State Farm Arena, which originally started as Phillips Arena, replaced like the former Omni Coliseum. Yeah, the uh, if you want if you want a nice ballpark, I'm telling you, you have to come to San Diego, state of state of the art facilities. Uh, make sure you bring your mask because you'll probably have to. You know, you're in California, you'll have to bring your mask. But it's a beautiful ballpark. Now, it's almost 10 years old. I can't believe it's already that old. But I'd have to say it's probably one of the top three ballparks. So if you're a, a ballpark kind of aficionado and love to watch some beautiful baseball in a beautiful ballpark, come to San Diego. Just bring, just bring a lot of cash because it's expensive. Um, last story. Oh, before I go on to the last story. So, you know, are we going to see the same uh, fallout for, say, the Florida State Seminoles? Are we going to see the same thing for other clubs? I mean, when does it stop? I don't know. You got the Seminoles that are, you know, they're down there in that area where people just really don't get into this whole woke, I'm sorry, woke culture. So I don't, I mean, yeah, they get static, but not to the degree that Washington Redskins, yes, I said it. And uh, Cleveland Indians were getting. Oh, that's right. Have they even come up with a, a name for the Washington Redskins? They have, but last I saw, they didn't release it. I did. No, Cummings, I did see where they have a name, but they just they can't release it. I don't know why. Maybe we should just call them the Washington Guardians, too. <laughs> I was kind of getting used to the Washington football team, but, you know, with them now playing uh, the two different anthems and everything else. I don't know if I'm going to be watching NFL this year. I just, the only thing I can hope for is when they play them, they do it before they start the live television. Wait a minute. I just realized something. They can't call them the Washington Guardians because, you know, looking back on January 6th, they don't guard nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so scratch that. Anyways, last story before we head into some trivia. Uh, Pert sent this uh, over to me. It's uh, from the Scientific American. Wild pigs release as much carbon emissions as 1 million cars. I find that hard to believe, but this is what uh, this is reporting. Whether you call them feral pigs, boar, swine, hogs, or even razorbacks, wild pigs are one of the most damaging invasive species on Earth, and they're notorious for damaging agriculture and native wildlife. A big reason they're so harmful is because they uproot soil at vast scales, like tractors plowing a field. New research published today is the first to calculate the global extent of this and its implications for carbon emissions. Our findings were staggering. We discovered the cumulative area of soil uprooted by wild pigs is likely the same area as Taiwan. This releases 4.9 million tons of carbon dioxide each year, the same as 1 million cars. The majority of these emissions occur in Oceania. A huge portion of the Earth's carbon is stored in soil, so releasing even a small fraction of this into the atmosphere can have a huge impact on climate change. So we, we need to blame the, 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 you know, the hell with our, our motor vehicles. We need to be blaming uh, the pigs. 
Well, the, the problem with that story is you know where they're going to go next. Oh, don't who say tur- No, who turns over more dirt than pigs? Oh, go ahead, say it. Farmers. So we're going to go after Farmer John and all of the farmers now. I mean, if, if a pig turning over the soil releases stored up carbon dioxide, farmers plow up a hell of a lot more area than the size of Taiwan. But you know what, Pert? There'll be a good segment of uh, people that will be unaffected. There will be certain exemptions, kind of like there were earlier this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, they, did they ever reverse that? Because yeah. remember, they were taking it to court, but I hadn't heard anything more. Yeah, there's uh, litigation. Uh, I think the, a, jog, a judge, not a judge, a judge has uh, put a, uh, a halt on all of that. So they, Good, they, he needs they to. Are going, they are going to be taking that up in court. So that has been halted. And what uh, Pertwee, uh, Pertwee is referring to is uh, earlier this year, the federal government had uh, basically made exclusions. Or not, they gave exemptions, not exemptions. They, they allowed stimulus for certain minority farmers. Uh, so uh, the same farmers. minorities that control Chicago. Correct. All, uh, if you're a minority, if you're basically if you're a farmer that was not white, you were given uh, money that you didn't have to pay back. And uh, that's currently uh, upheld, being talked about in court. And uh, there's an injunction. That's the word I was looking for. So anyways, uh, hey, Ralph, it's good to see you. I'm feeling uh, quite a bit better. I still have a, a little bit. I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. Uh, just to, They're probably not going to. They might check my other ear, tell me I have a, another hole in my ear. Uh, that's basically what I got last time. I'd go all the way through then. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, producer Eric, you have some trivia for us. Uh, hopefully uh, tonight we can. Uh, yeah, we, I've got the the email ready to go. Um, that where where I had to email myself, um, like the, what Terry texted me a short time ago. Um, oh, wow. but but I know we're about to probably go to uh, a brief timeout to to resume. But we we want to really remind our um, audience watching us over on YouTube and Twitch and. Facebook. Um, in case you missed it live a short time ago, yes, Twitter did kill switch um, our simulcast there. So, in the event if we disappear from those three platforms, we, we certainly encourage you to jump over to D Live today. And we also encourage you to subscribe to our Rumble channel if you haven't already done so. Yeah, big tech added as they always are. Anyways, we're right section repeal 230. There you go. We'll be right back right after this. You're listening to the Slightly Serious Show on a Tuesday. Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. All right, producer Eric, let's get into it. Let's try to, uh, Perth's got, uh, hell, he's been kicking everybody's ass for like the last two months. Yes, um, uh, we got five open call spots on Podbean to anybody who uh, wants to join in or, or if you want to stay in the chat and to our video audience, um, we certainly encourage you to dial 702-708-2855. Welcome to the show, Mr. Mike. Uh, are you ready to kick some pertwee ass tonight? Oh, you- uh. oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The, the, the rules are the same as always. I'm going to 
read, read the question in its entirety. Um, and when I'm done reading the question, that'll be your cue to buzz in and your username is your, is your buzzer. And the name I hear first goes first and, and the person with the correct answer first wins points. What? Um, the first question of the night category is cartoons. What does Popeye have tattooed on his arm? Slightly. Or, what do you have, slightly? Like an anchor. That is correct. Oh, slightly got it. <laughs> and Cummings um, down in the chat got it, too. All right. We'll give... Uh, So did Pearl. Right. <laughs> so did Mike. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ne- next question. Category is food. What's the meat in McDonald's original recipe for Egg McMuffins? Slightly. What do you have, Slightly? Sausage. Sausage is incorrect. Bird Mike. What do you have, Pert? Ham. Ham is incorrect. What do you have, Mike? Bacon. Bacon. Um, be more specific. Earthly. S- slightly. S- Five seconds, Mike. Er- 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 sliced er- bacon. Er- Cooked bacon. It's not sliced bacon. Um, er- um, you're out of order, Mike. Go ahead, Pert. Canadian bacon. That is correct. <laughs> oh, shit. Unbelievable. <laughs> I even saw it. I tried to tell it to you, Mike. All right, Perk gets that. Um, and BP down in the chat got it too. All right, sliced yeah. bacon. <laughs> well, is it and bacon sliced bacon? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I they can't fit it. that on a drive-through menu. I'm intimidated. I mean, have totally you, next to me? I can't. Um, have you eaten Canadian bacon before? <laughs> Apparently not. All right, next um, category is sports. Um, name. Name the four events in women's Olympic gymnastics. Oh my God. Pertly. You'll get a point for each one. What do you have, Pert? Floor exercise. Floor exercise is one of them. The vault. Vault is another one. Um, oh God. Slightly. What do you have, slightly? Yeah, go the ahead, un- slightly. The uneven bars. You got the uneven bars slightly and what's going to say? And the beam. That is correct. So um, so y'all both each get two points for that. <laughs> All right. The next question category is science. What is Thomas A. Swift's electric rifle better known as? Electric Mike. Rifle. What do you have, Mike? Potato gun. Potato gun is incorrect. Earthway. What, Wait a minute. Uh, it's an electric rifle? It's not. It's an, what is Thomas A. Swift's electric rifle better known as if you have the answer? Mike. I don't know. Sorry. All right. Go ahead, Mike. My, vacuum cleaner. Vacuum cleaner is incorrect. Slightly. What do you have, slightly? I'm going to guess a taser. Taser is correct. Oh, yeah. Electric. Come on, Come on guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that one I guess. Go, uh, go, go everybody. The ele- you guess. The electricity. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. The next question category is general knowledge. 
in what U.S. state would you find the last remaining blockbuster store? Mike. State? Slightly. What do you have, Mike? California. California is incorrect. What do you have, Slightly? Oregon. Oregon is correct. Um, All right. Um, well, I, I think Mike might have helped you there because of the, the general geographical location. Mm-hmm. I, I knew it was the Northwest. We're in the Northwest. So. And uh, Jeremy, we'll get you a, a point as well. Yep. All right. The next question category is sports. What NBA home team used to have games in the Alamo Dome? Slightly. Or, what do you have, slightly? The Houston Rockets? Rockets is incorrect. <sighs> what do you have, Perk? The Spurs. Spurs is correct. Jeremy got that one, too. Oh, Wait a minute. Wait, Cummings? Are, are you working with Kurt <laughs> <laughs> A little too obvious. Right. All right. The next question category is geography. In what country would you find a port of Rosetta? Oh, scooter. Mike. I'm sorry, scooter. What do you have, Mike? Chile. Chile is incorrect. Pertwee. What do you have, Pert? Egypt. Egypt is correct. Rosetta Stone, guys. Come on. Yeah, All right. Um, I have to. I have to uh, keep in mind that Scooter's over on V Live. So, Scooter, I'm <clears> going to uh, back. Uh, I think you got. We're going to give Scooter Beam Horse. We're going to give Scooter four four points because uh, Scooter nailed uh, the Olympic questions as well. So you're on the uh-huh. board, right? Uh, um, and the we're about to move on to our next set of seven questions. The next question category is science slash crime. What computer antivirus creator committed suicide in Spain after being arrested for tax evasion? What do you have, Perk? John McAfee. John McAfee is correct, Cummings. I think I had mine first. All right. And the next question category is history. What percent of the casualties in World War II were civilians? Multiple choice. Is it 20%, 40%, or 60%? Mike. What do you have, Mike? Bert. B, 40%. 40% is incorrect. What do you have, Pert? 60%. 60% is correct. Oh, unbelievable. Wow. Sixty percent of people. Oh yes! Wow. Well, it, it's oftentimes been said. Not right. Well, the, the war to end all wars was World War One, but oh, that's right. But, but I think the thing, but because the thing about the World Wars that we had, especially World War Two, we had more people to on record to die during the twentieth century. Well, World War Two also, you had Auschwitz and all the. Uh, the you concentration know, camps, yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I was trying to think of a nice way to say it, but that that was a lot of people right there, just in that alone. Six million plus Jews, yeah. Uh, you know, that was recorded, allegedly. But moving on. Oh, the, I, uh, Producer Eric, we do have uh, one person that is not happy with an answer earlier. Um, with what, the, what's that? 
when you stated uh, oh. that <laughs> someone committed suicide in Spain, uh, they're 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 uh, speculating that that person did not commit suicide. I just wanted to let I you. Think know. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> I think allegedly. Scooter allegedly. No, Scooter is going with a allegedly. Knocked him off. <laughs> That was, uh, that was allegedly. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, Eric. <laughs> um, I gotta say it one more time. Allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. <laughs> How you spell that? <laughs> allegedly. No. no. <laughs> um. The next question category is movies. Who played the lead in the original 1968 movie, The Planet of the Apes? Perk's got to know this one. Yeah, what do you have, Perk? Roddy McDowell. That is incorrect. What? Mike. What do you have, Mike? Ooh, George Clooney? Perk, we then. I'll guess again. That, that is incorrect. Mike, go ahead again, Perk. Charlton Heston. That is correct. I thought you were going for the ape, though. But. Dirty. Dirty little rat. I played the Gorilla General, so I worked with both of them on that movie. <laughs> I, knew it. I knew it. All right. Scooter, you got a point too. All right. The next question category is geography. The Black Hills, home of Mount, excuse me, the Black Hills, home to Mount Rushmore, are located in which U.S. state? Pertwee. What do you have, Pert? South Dakota. That is correct. <sighs> We give Cummings a, a point as well. Don. It's also Scott Sturgis. That is yeah. correct. Do I get a bonus point for that, Eric? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not. Not. <laughs> I didn't ask you. Right. <laughs> I, I, I could swear that, that, that every time the oh hell no lady speaks, I, I could honestly swear to God um, she sounds just like Leslie Jones from Sir Not Live or Macy Gray. No pun intended, Macy but Gray, I digress. I, see. I don't know the other one, but yeah, Macy Gray, I can get that. Yeah. Um, the next one um, category is literature. What was the name of Sherlock Holmes's intelligent brother? Sherlock? His brother? Nigel is incorrect there, Dokes. Slightly. What? What? what you, you have a guess slightly? I do. The, my guess is Mycroft. Mycroft is correct. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're damn right. <laughs> <laughs> what was that name again? <laughs> Mycroft. I guarantee you nobody uh, knew I, that. Oh. His okay. other brother's name was Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. The next question category is history what pseudonym was norma mccorvey given in a historic 1973 supreme court ruling i don't even think i can duck the question back. again uh what? Oh, mike Hurtley. go ahead uh, mike. Who, 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 i think mike um, was first go ahead mike. wade Yes, but um, who was she, Mike? Who I need her she? first name. Oh, uh, Ann. <laughs> Ann is incorrect. <laughs> you, you want to take a stab at it, Pert? Pert, Jane Rowe. 
Jane Roe is correct. That's what I said, Jane. <laughs> Jane you know. I didn't hear you. You said Ann. Uh, it, it must have cut out. Yeah, Cummings, you spelled it wrong. Eric's going to deduct a point for that. <laughs> I'm not going to take off for that, but... Oh, come on. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, but even though there's no W in, in, in that name... Man. There's well, an Alabama. <laughs> Joe Bobby. All right, the next question category is um, sports. Who is the only baseball team to share a stadium with an NFL team? Oh, God. Friendly, like this year? Uh, it might be of all time. What do you have, Mike? Marlins. Miami Dolphins and the uh, Marlins. That That is in- incorrect, Mike. Um, a- anybody else want to take a guess? Oh, it's the baseball team you want? But base, what, 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 what city is the share, shares like, you know, Mike. has the same stadium that does a baseball team and a and a um, football team? What you, you want to take another guess, Mike? Oakland, uh, Oakland, California, the Oakland A's and the former Oakland Raiders. The Raiders. But wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Excuse me. That's, wait a minute. That's a bad answer. Oh. They don't share. Um, Oakland Raiders are no are longer Oakland Raiders, nor do they play in Oakland. Or unless the 49ers is there. No, 49ers is in San Francisco. Yeah. Bad question. Throw that or, or, my, or it might have been the, 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 you know, like the last baseball no, team. Don't, come on, Eric, don't, don't backtrack. You got, where's the error sound? Question. Slightly. Wah, where's wah, the error? Wah. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I, Terry texted me that, the, that she saw an error in it. Let me check the text message. I, I, I resend it in a, we're going to have to no, have a discussion email. with this Terry person. <laughs> Under review. They've done this a few times. Hang on. That, that might have been... Uh, because if that was correct... Early in Tampa um, today, it, it, it's a, 80 degrees. <laughs> um, I, I just looked at the previous text message. Who is the only baseball team to share a stadium with an NFL team? And she gave the answer of Oakland, but I... She's right. I don't know. Or, or unless she meant to say... The, the last baseball team to share a stadium. Scooter yeah, with in, Scooter over on D line says the 49ers and the Giants shared Levi Strauss Stadium. I, I think so. I think I'll, I'll take a Oakland or San Francisco because it, it's in the same geographical location. Uh, <coughs> All right. So, well, that's, that's yeah, so is Tampa and Orlando, right, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> so Scooter, well, hold you on. Get a Are we expecting any like other odds? Scooter gets a point compared and, uh, to uh, Congress. Mike. Mike, Tampa Bay. <laughs> that's, your first, that's your first point, Mike. Congratulations. He's like, yeah. Well, and Jeremy Sounds got like, it too. Um, so. Sounds like Nancy Pelosi. But I'm, 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 <laughs> Jeremy got it from guessing Orlando, um, Miami because it's in the same general country. Right? <laughs> oh, he's. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, OCO Coliseum. Do um, I get if I say the San Diego Padres and the San Diego Chargers at one point, they got <laughs> there you go. Well, and we mentioned before the trivia game how at this one time like the Falcons Congress and the, and the White House shared, shared a stadium, but we're having a filibuster but, right now, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and the Supreme Court's mixed in. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You want to? All right. The next. Yeah. All right. The next question category is TV. According to a famous. Saturday Night Live catchphrase. What's the only prescription for 
Christopher Walken's fever. Aren't we? What do you have, Pert? My- More cowbell, baby! Yep, that's correct. I was going to say death. <laughs> Isn't cowbells... Uh, that's offensive to cows. Did you guys know that? Cows don't like cows. <laughs> yeah, well, cows are responsible for release of too much methane gas, so we don't care. <laughs> well, um, yeah, and, and you're, right, you're right about that, Jeremy. Um, Third Night Live quit being funny a few years ago. But you've got to watch the cowbell skit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> everybody in that is trying to hold it together, and they're about to fall down. Scooter um, thought the, Scooter over on D-Live thought the, uh, the saying was, Jane, you ignorant slut. Yeah. <laughs> well, that wasn't Christopher well, Walken, um, but that was a good saying. <laughs> you know, um, I think the, the only time, like I said, Sir Not Live was, was funny is probably back during, during the original days of the not yet ready for primetime players. And God, I love Gilda Radner as a Baba Wawa. And, and I even love the days of Mike Myers and Dana Carvey and Phil Hartman all the way up to Chris Farley and Adam all Sandler. Right. And, but I, like, I'm, I, I might as well move on. Who like said, who said I, that? When, Sorry, Eddie, when Eddie Murphy was Gumby. That was, oh, damn it. Oh, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Who said Mary that Gumby. line? I was going to say, I'm Gumby, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you should have seen, seen the Christmas episode of, uh, of the little girl. I think it might have been like little orphan Annie. I didn't, I didn't catch that. Her yeah, I think it was, he was in his 30s at that age. Um, <laughs> and I think another recent funny skit was the song uh, D in a Box. <laughs> yeah, with Justin Timberlake. Um, but I'm about to move oh, yeah. on now. Um, the next question category is history. When completed in 1814, what U.S. building was the tallest building in the world at 555 feet five, five and Mike. one eight inches what do you have Mike Chrysler building Chrysler building is incorrect because in fact the I ta- think the Chrysler building is a lot taller than that the tallest building in the world um, it's it, it, it's it's a building but it, it it's a it's a renowned structure it, it's not a skyscraper building big sexy has a, an answer what do you have, Big Sexy? I'm going to go with his. The Eiffel Tower. Eiffel Tower is incorrect. The, the, Not in the U.S. <laughs> it's, it's in the United States. I will Berkeley. give you that hint. What do you have, U.S. Capitol? The Capitol is incorrect, but um, you're get, you were getting close. Oh, Pertwee. Riley. All right, Pert. Was it the Washington Monument? You and Jeremy got that correct. <laughs> Great mind. Yeah, they both think that the earth is flat. Well, I got it close. Jeremy got it because he thinks of penises all the time. It's phallic symbol. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, 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 better, you, you better be care, careful, Pert, because I think Cummings could always dig up a flip-off emoji and, and add it to you. <laughs> oh, he, right? did, he, he did some digging earlier. <laughs> yeah. He got his nails dirty. <laughs> all right. The next question category is sports. Who was the first golfer ever to reach one million in winnings? Pertwee. This is a big what do you have, Pert? Um Arnold Palmer. That is correct. Oh, hmm. wow. Hey, it's my era, man. <laughs> um, one of these days, I tell you. Do you know <laughs> what year it was in, uh, Pert? Oh, gosh. It hurt. It was in uh, the 
early 70s. I don't know what year exactly. Or late 60s. All right. Actually, it was 1988. No, 88? No, I'm serious. Oh, yeah. All right. We got more questions left. Um, The next question category is science. Like honeybees, right? What fruit did Native Americans use to treat arrow wounds and to dye clothes? The fruit? I need the name of the fruit. What do you have, Perp? Blueberries? Blueberries is incorrect. Could you repeat the question? I'm, I'm going to repeat the question. What fruit did Native Americans use to treat arrow wounds and to dye clothes? Beets is incorrect. Muscadines is also incorrect. Jeez. A fruit. Um, I, I can give you one more hint. Um, you know, it, it, you know, it, you know, and and I and I normally d- been drinking it off and on with water for two years to, you know, to 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 keep my risk for for urinary tract infections down. Pertwee. Oh, oh my! What do you got, Bush, cranberries. It's cranberries. Oh, dang it! Cranberries are good for your kidneys and your liver. Yeah, Scooter was close with cherries. That's close. Same color. <laughs> well, grapes and cherries um, would still be incorrect. Yeah. Same ball stadium, right, slightly? Yeah, exactly. Same ballpark. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hey, try 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 some cranberry juice. Um. You know, it, it'll it'll really it'll really do you good. You might as well. Or or, or or if you prefer a kettle and cranberry cocktail. That's what I was gonna say. Cranberry juice really do you good if you mix a little vodka with it. Yeah, that, <laughs> I can handle that. Yep. Uh, so um, I guess I guess um, I guess somebody will probably be mixing a cocktail later tomorrow. Hell, you might um, have to making cocktails at this point. All right. The next question <laughs> category is TV. How many of the original cast members from the pilot episode of Star Trek stayed on as the crew of the Enterprise? Slightly. What do you have, slightly? Uh, uh, just one. Pertwee. And for extra credit, slightly, which character was it? Wasn't it, wasn't it Captain Kirk? No, you said Captain Kirk is incorrect. From the pilot, though. Oh, well, I got the original um, answer right, so yeah. But, <laughs> if there was only one in Pertwee, I guess. <laughs> All right. Do you, you, you want to take credit? a stab at the, you, you, You'll still get the extra credit. Spock, point. Spock Leonard Nimoy. Spock is, Spock is correct. Oh, wait a um, yeah, um, okay. The next question category is language. What is the third letter of the Greek alphabet? Pertwee. What do you have, Pert? Delta. Oh. <laughs> Delta is guess. incorrect. Oh, wait, you said third, third letter, right? Third letter. Oh, shit. Yeah, sorry. Um, uh, yeah, I was there when they wrote what it. What do you have, slightly? Gamma. Gamma is correct. I didn't be um, Well, th- think um, uh, like Gamma Rays. Credible Hulk. Credible uh, Mike. Uh, gamma. It's uh, Gamma is just like uh, the new uh, strain coming out soon. Gamma, <laughs> just like your mama's mama. All right. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, um, the last question of the night. The category is music. What song got 
the Doors band from the Ed Sullivan show. Pertwee. What do you have, Pert? Light my fire. That is correct. And um, it, it, it is originally said that um, Ed, Ed Sullivan and, and producers wanted Jim Morrison and company to omit the word higher to better. But what happened is they made the promise. And when they went to go perform it, Jim Morrison went back on that promise. And the second time he, he said the higher lyric, you could hear Ed Sullivan in the background holler what sounded like, damn you. <laughs> and uh, also, and they were. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, that, well, that's it. That, that was like the end of trivia. Um, I guess we're about to get the final score of the night. Yeah, the, we are going to get the final score. And Scooter, you did get uh, the, that last question correct as well. Um, we need to find a way to incorporate uh, our, our D Live folks a little easier into this. But we'll figure out that way. Uh, but tonight, the final score, um, I think I've lost track at this point. We might have to put a bounty on Pertwee next week. Anyways, the final score, Pertwee, the returning champion, has done it again with the, uh, an outstanding score of 16 correct. <laughs> Unbelievable. And uh, there you have it again, folks. And uh, I do want to uh, let you know our good friends BP and Mike also get a participation trophy as they got one. one Breaking news. What's the YouTube song Cummings is talking about? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not, let's find out. No, no, uh, Mike, you're you are echoing, my friend. Let's uh, let's go oh, and find yeah. out. Is this uh, Pertwee's new song? Well, that's not it. We have to wait for uh, you know YouTube likes. They like commercials. You didn't know. <laughs> you have better call somebody. That's your new theme song. So I, so I guess I have to change my name then, Cummings, to Pert Dog, huh? Pert Dog. <laughs> yeah, because that's Road Dog's intro on wrestling. You're kind of yeah. like Snoop Dogg, but Pert Dog. I can't, I can't be Snoop Dogg. Honeybee does not like Snoop Dogg. I do. She doesn't. <laughs> oh, you do like you like Snoop Dogg? Really? I like Snoop, yeah. Oh, my God. I might have him come on our show one, one night. I, I do have contacts. that. Uh, do you really? Oh, that would be awesome. I, uh, that, uh, maybe Mike Tyson, I could get him on a show. Uh, Mike, hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, we'll see what we can come hey, up we with. Hey, could, we could have trivia contest between Mike Tyson and Mike Tampa Bay. That oh, would be what? awesome. Word. I can oh, do yeah. that. Count me. Yo, I think we're really starting to miss Sir Minty around here. I hope he's doing all right and hadn't what? forgot about oh. us. I Here's. know. Minty, where's Sir Minty? Hey, Tate, I forgot, all, not forgot about him. I, that's a name I haven't heard. What what was the name? Sarmenti? Sarmenti? Yeah. Yes, Sarmenti. I don't know. Maybe he got uh, put on timeout. Hopefully he's healthy. Let's, let's all hope yeah. for that. But I, I'm starting to think if we don't beat Pertwee next week, the following week, we're going to have to have uh, slightly here, we'll have to host trivia, and it'll be a battle. Specifically, it'll oh, be Pertwee versus producer Eric. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, Eric needs to get up in this mix. He's always reading it. Good idea. Well, um, I do good damn no. sneak trivia. 
Well, either that or our, our big sexy says that, Pert, you will be issued a handicap. I already got a handicap. <laughs> <laughs> Careful there, Pert. Careful. Unbelievable. Um, Cumming says uh, one to the two to the three to the four. Pert dog dog is banging at your door. No, no, that's not Pert. That that is not Pert dog knocking on the door. That's uh, that is your uh, <laughs> that's knocking on your door to make sure you get vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. One to the two to three to the four. This is Cummings. I got your vaccine at the door. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's uh, that'll work out. Yeah. Speaking of which, last night before we hit out, last night some random, I don't know. Was it on the ring uh, on the ring uh, you know you, the ring app? You have uh, cameras that monitor your outside uh, grounds and such. Some suspicious wacko was walking down the driveway last night. We couldn't. We we, uh, we it was about three minutes until we you know Big Sexy and I went out looking for him. We got in the car and started looking around for him, but unfortunately we couldn't find him. But unfortunately he he was dressed with uh, he had a bandana over his face. Really? Yeah, yeah glove on his right hand. And he had something that was black in his left hand. You couldn't was really it tell. Michael Jackson. It might have been. No, he was, he was white. So it was well, well, so it's Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to go oh, there. That is so unbelievable. Right. <laughs> anyway, did you ever see the first hot tub uh, hot tub time machine? No, I that was before my yeah. time. They're, they're trying to find out what year it is, and this one guy goes, "What year is it? What color is Michael Jackson?" <laughs> oh my goodness! I, <laughs> I don't know. I I feel bad for poor Michael, but that's another another a story for another day. Uh, we're gonna end wind things down from here. I appreciate all you guys uh, coming on tonight. Uh, we'll go around the table. Last yeah. thoughts, Mike. Thanks for joining us, buddy. What's uh, what's the weather like over in uh, Tampa Bay today? Well, in Tampa Bay, our uh, highs and lows are not going to be off. We got a low of eighty three degrees in Tampa Bay. Warm waters. Of the Gulf of Mexico are in the upper 90s, so the temperature around here is not going to cool off very much during the daytime. What's the pollen count, weatherman Mike? Yeah, uh, oh. unknown at this time. I can uh, look into my database. Moment on the fly, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we have to keep uh, tabs on that. That's very important to uh, Pertwee and Honeybee. Well, I, I think Mike needs to talk to CDC because that's a line that they could utilize. I have no idea. I have no I idea. Have no yeah, right. Flu? What is the flu? That was an ancient thing that people used to get before That's COVID. Archaic. That's archaic. Yeah. Back back when you know all those uh, questions that Perry was answering uh, correct earlier. Back in those days. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway, well, Scooter, if if you uh, if you're on uh, still over on D Live, if you don't mind emailing me, I would love to chat with you. Uh, I, I have an idea for a segment, but I wanted to talk to you about that. If you don't mind emailing me, slightly serious show at gmail.com. Uh, just shoot me an email. That way I can hit you back up and uh, maybe we can uh, put something together. Because uh, I would like to do a segment with you on our show. And I'd be willing to do the same thing if you uh, ever needed or wanted. But, anyways, uh, producer Eric, last. Uh, what? Uh, well, um, you know, great, great show as always. Um, uh, Look, look forward to tomorrow, and um, and tomorrow is also a, a big day for us at the Slightly Serious Show, and here on Podbean, good friend Lady Me um, is celebrating a big birthday, and hopefully she'll join us tomorrow. Yeah, I am hoping that she is. Um, 
we do have, uh, you know, she has uh, another family member uh, that's close to her that uh, has the COVID. And oh, uh, last I heard was not in very good shape. And uh, so oh, my hope, goodness. we're hoping that uh, he's doing better this at this hour this evening. But uh, we'll have her and her family in our thoughts and prayers tonight. But uh, yeah, hopefully uh, things turn out to be okay with him. And uh, hopefully she's able to uh, join us for yes. her 50th birthday. Oh, my God. Oh, absolutely. Um, and uh, yep, um, my friend, Bert, uh, any uh, final thoughts? I would like to strongly encourage everybody to do your part to cut down on global pollution. Eat more bacon. Eat more pig knuckles. Eat more hog jowl. There you go. <laughs> There you have it. There you go. So that's the most important story we probably brought to you today is that uh, pigs are releasing more carbon than a million cars every year. Anyways, uh, stay safe. Be well. Continue to uh, communicate with your neighbors. And like I said, turn off the damn television news because it's all a bunch of garbage. And like I said, stay safe. Wear a mask if you feel the need to. And uh, take a vaccine if you feel the need to as well. Other than that, the only thing we demand of you is to come back tomorrow night at 9.30 Eastern Time. Mm-hmm. Back then. Until then, buenas noches. God bless and God bless America. Night all. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show.